0: Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad 630 Ched and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge
1: savings. Yeah, Digitex does that. D
0: I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad everybody it is 107 in edmonton bob stopper and brendan escott with you in oilers now which is brought to you by our title sponsor digitex they wish you and yours all the best during these uncertain and challenging times digitex.com is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software um, the nhl has put out a uh, series of announcements on uh, their plans for ongoing uh, growth and uh, diversity it's interesting uh, kevin weeks and Hanson carter are going to be involved with that that's terrific uh for the league's perspective and we'll endeavor to get uh kevin back on our show we've had him on probably three or four times here over the last four months off to the river Cree resort casino hotline and we are pleased to be joined on the line by a nhl uh senior executive uh now with nhl hockey and rogers for the canadian power pack alberta's leader in electrical construction and service electrical prefabrication and solar brian burke hello brian how you doing Good, Bob. How are you? Good. A whole lot of hockey talk today. Is that all
1: right? Yes. All right.
0: right. Let's get to it. Uh, I don't know if you saw my text, but I sent you one about three minutes ago. So we'll start with uh, the New York Islanders. And, um... it's interesting what, what occurred, because John Tavares, uh, just talked to Louie about Stephen Stamkos a bit in Tampa Bay, uh, and you know what, if uh, Tavares was in Tampa, maybe he makes a different decision, stays in this organization. The question I have for you, given how Lou Lamarillo likes to do business, did it actually benefit the Islanders organization when Tavares selected uh, decided to leave and go to Toronto?
1: I think he's a really important hockey player, so I would say no. I think what you're saying is using the assets, the cap space elsewhere, are they a better team now than they were when John Tavares left? And I'd probably say yes. But I think John Tavares is a special hockey player, and he was a great player for the Islanders. He's been great for the Leafs. Yeah. It is.
0: It is. It's just, I mean, it allows – the, in that situation, Brian, it might allow the Islanders, and, and look, they bring in Barry Trotz, they bring in Mitch Korn, who's one of, historically speaking, might be one of the top two or three goaltending coaches of all time. Whenever he gets a goalie, the guy's career numbers spike up. Um, and they have a system, and they stick to their system, and they're hard to play against, and they don't give up a lot of opportunities. And maybe at times, if you've got a guy like Tavares, you're looking to play a little bit different type of game which brings me to Steven Stamkos and Tampa. Are you surprised at how the Lightning have played, given the fact that they don't have uh, a preeminent top-line forward available to them through the first two rounds of the playoffs?
1: Well, St. Louis won last year without Tarasenko. It can be done, but you need depth, and you need other guys to pull on the ropes. So I think Tampa, you know, Steven's a really good hockey player. He's special. But I think they've learned to play without him because he's been hurt significant chunks of time over the last few years in different injuries. So I think they've learned to play without him and, and learned to have a power play unit that doesn't rely upon him and other people pulling on the rope. So, to me, this is not as big a loss as him getting knocked out suddenly right before the playoffs. They've learned to get by without him, and it's pretty, pretty special. We'll see how easy it is if Kucherov's injury is serious, but it's pretty special that they can score at the rate they do without Stephen Samkos.
0: Now, the one thing they did do is they kind of changed their bottom six dimension around a bit. They pick up Patrick Maroon, who plays with some uh, pugnaciousness, uh, and then they, you know, they gave up a pair number ones, albeit late number ones. And uh, but bottom line is. They got Coleman for another year, and they've got Goodrow for another year, a combined $2.7 million cap hit, and those three players, to me, have changed the dynamic a bit in their bottom six. Agree or disagree?
1: I agree completely. I've been talking about it since the trade deadline. They're, to me, they got more North American at the trade deadline. They got bigger. They got faster. Patrick Maroon makes them bigger, and he's got winning experience. They brought in Shattenkirk for a power play specialist, and he basically looked at his team and said okay what are our shortcomings and then went and one by one addressed them kind of like Chuck Fletcher did in Philly and so to me I'm really impressed with the job Tampa Bay did to say okay last year we got swept in the first round we can't play that way so we're going to first off we're going to play differently we're going to defend better and play more aggressively but then we're not sure we have the personnel to do it as well as we'd like so we're going to go out and change some bodies too and he did a great job. Uh, Julian Brisbane did a great job at the deadline.
0: Uh, so we've hit on the East a bit. It's going to be You know, I tell you, if we end up with the Islanders in Tampa Bay, I think that's going to be a, a really compelling uh, Eastern Conference final. Are you surprised Colorado's gotten back in with Dallas? Down 3-1, down their top two goaltenders and no Eric Johnson on defense.
1: Yeah, no Calvert, no Eric Johnson, no Donskoy. I mean, what they're doing is remarkable. It's really remarkable. You can't help but cheer for him when you watch them on TV. So to They're, me, I think the, the turning point that people are going to point to is the decision to start uh, Big Ben in game. What game was that? Three, five, no, game, four, game five. five.
0: Yeah, yeah, game five.
1: five. Yeah, three one. And, yep. um, and I think you know, like I said, having Ben in in the room when those decisions are made, people are going to point to that and say it was a colossal mistake. But I think the process probably worked. They concluded they couldn't win a Stanley Cup with, with Hadovan in that, and it was time to get their number one back. in. plus, they're a completely different hockey team when, when Big Ben plays, the way he handles the puck. Their defense don't even go back for puck retrievals. They just peel off to the corners. So it's yeah. like having three defensemen. He delivers the puck, makes good decisions with the puck, and delivers it crisply. Um, so I think they thought, if we're ever going to win a Stanley Cup, we got to get this guy going. So they put him in, and now it back He has a tough night. That happens. And all of a sudden now they're they're back in the series. But um, I still, you know, it's a coin toss. I, I read an interesting stat, so I'm at the mercy of the newspaper that I read it in. But they said teams that force a game seven, that win game five and six and force a seven, only win about 50% of the time.
0: Yeah, I wish uh, the that might be 52%. We'd be talking about the 06 Oilers who are down 3-1 to uh, Carolina. Brian Burke for Canadian Power Pack. Alberta is the leader in electrical construction service, electrical prefabrication, and solar. Brian, uh, it was suggested after Boston got eliminated the other night that Zdeno Char is the greatest free agent sign-in of all time. You might argue that because you uh, signed a guy in Anaheim uh, that is, uh, you know, will certainly help deliver you a Stanley Cup championship. I, I, but what I want to ask you is, how different was it for you to recruit and attract free agents in Anaheim as opposed to, say, your time in Vancouver, Toronto, or Calgary?
1: Well, it, in Canada, if you make an offer, you got to put 10% on it, Good. just to justify the tax differential in most jurisdictions. California happens to be a pretty heavy tax state, so But I didn't have to sell them on that lifestyle and the privacy. Right. That's what you forfeit in Canada. You have paid higher taxes. You have no privacy, and it's cold. And even with global warming, it's still pretty cold. The thing in Anaheim is the guys lived in Newport Beach, and you know it was like uh, like today. It's 29 degrees here and sunny in Toronto. That's what it's like there in December.
0: I know that uh, several of the guys that got, uh, one of the guys that you traded out of there, uh, Jarfer Lupel, actually, I think uh, you, th- you, did you acquire him back in uh, Toronto after? Uh, anyhow, yeah. So, yeah, I so but, but he kept his place to Newport. he still might have a place there. I, and, and I guess that you, you bring up three things there. The tax is obvious, I think most of our listeners get that. Uh, and the weather is obvious, but the pressure. There are players that, like, I think a certain type of player gets attracted to a San Jose. You know what I mean? Like, it just, it's, you're not under the constant daily scrutiny, are you?
1: Yes. You have privacy. I, I think I told this story before. Scott and Lisa Niedermeyer lived uh, just a, a short distance from me, but in a much more expensive much more exclusive neighborhood than i lived in we lived in kind of a family oriented yep. neighborhood and they lived in a really nice gated community called uh, one ford road but we shopped at the same grocery store uh pavilions and my ex-wife and i were, we'd laugh we'd go through the store with our two young children there's scott and lisa and their four kids and no one bothered them once so the whole way through the crowded store no one asked for an autograph or a picture just let them be and i said you imagine if we were back in vancouver scott and i couldn't push that car to a meter without getting stopped and that's so just they you give that up when you when you work in canada you give that up no that's a, a cool thing too i think when i was in anaheim maybe two guys had car deals and everyone on the Toronto maple leaf has a car deal and a lot of them get two cars
0: yeah uh no comment on car deals <laughs> i think you can read between the lines there uh special shout out to our friends at brent ridge ford out in wetaski when cars cost less than wetaski brian Burch joining us right now for canadian power Pack. uh so i i guess get, so back just to the, to the free agency thing here you mentioned those three things when's the last time a canadian team won the stanley cup Ninety- 93 93 right uh the pressure the pressure to make moves. You know, Pete Chiarelli comes in and he, he's inherited, uh, you know, he gets, he's inherited Connor McDavid as the number one overall pick. He's got Hall, he's got Nugent Hopkins, uh, Dreisaitl from uh, the, the year before the 2014 draft. The Oilers sit there at 16-33. You know, you want to accelerate the process a bit. Is there a different pressure? Also, in terms of trying to be uh, and not allowing the natural, organic growth of an organization to occur, is it a different pressure in Canada, and are, do you have more time in the U.S. to sort of grow things along?
1: Yes, and yes, it's a different process. But this is a thing that the owners forget when they vote for expansion; they they, they dislocated their shoulders, raising their hands to vote for expansion, <laughs> and now they're per, they're perturbed to learn that. They are now due, once Seattle comes in, to win a Stanley Cup every 32 years. They don't like that, Matt. Yeah. And so they're like, hey, what the hell? you got to do better than that. I'm like, you took the expense of money. This is what happens. Yeah. So well, there, there are people that, you know, there are cities that have never won a cup. St. Louis won it last year after, what, 55 years? Yep. So that's, there, but there is different pressure. And that's, you have to go through that in the interview with the owner. You have to say, look, here's where you are realistically, even if I'm a genius, even if I hit on all my draft picks and make yep. those trades, realistically, we're five years away from, from from being a team that has a chance to win a playoff round. And your owner has to understand that, Matt. you better got to get that straight in the job interview. And get enough term, that you get a chance to finish the job. Uh,
0: one thing that might work for Edmonton now that maybe hasn't in the past is Mc, well, there's two things. McDavid and Drysdale. okay? That's what I personally think might help because I know I've talked to several agents of pending UFAs. And then, two, uh, the limited amount of cap space and the fact that there's some organizations that are going to have a self-imposed cap. How much does it help having, star, you know, two of the for the last two years, two of the five best players in the world on on, uh, on the Oilers in terms of their pursuit for, uh, for getting free agents, even though they don't have a lot of cap space themselves?
1: Does that help him? Yeah, yes, it helps a lot. I mean, the first thing a guy thinks about when he, when he's trying to switch teams, if he's got multiple choices, he's looking at the roster saying, where do I have the best chance to win? And this is why you see, you remember way back when, when uh, Tatum and Paul Correa was a Colorado together? Yes, yes. And you see it in the NBA where players will go at a steep discount to have a chance to win like they did in Golden State. And mind you, a steep discount. These are guys that are still making $20, dollars million, but few deals and all the rest of it. But they still they pass up on an additional $10 million a year for a chance to win. That's admirable. Yeah. So I think having star players is attractive. And I think it's, you know, like you and I were on this kick about this whole thing about Edmonton being a hub city. I think people have gotten a look at Edmonton in the summertime for the first time in their lives, and hopefully that will drive some tourism.
0: Yeah. And, and, and potentially maybe change the uh, perspective in terms of uh, coming to Edmonton because they roll in during the winter. All right, some quick hitters for you. Johnny Goodrow, Calgary. And I know you worked in that organization. You're no longer there. He's got two years left in his deal. Uh, do you think it's a little realm of possibilities that he could uh, be extended in Calgary, or do you think we're headed down an, an inevitable path towards a trade?
1: well the the option option c is that he stays and plays on his contract which is what i think is going to happen i they like johnny Gaudreau. like i I will tell you this he's a good kid he works hard he's no no maintenance player yeah like he's not he doesn't pout. he doesn't he doesn't has a good lifestyle he's a healthy eater he doesn't drink much i mean they they like him we really enjoyed having him as a player and a teammate so i think two two back-to-back playoff failures in a row they've got to look at their core and see What's out there for them? It doesn't mean you want to trade the guy, but you have to listen, though I think.
0: Uh, so you're saying he's got a healthy lifestyle, so he doesn't have a diet like Oscar Madison from The Odd Couple, like most broadcasters do.
1: <laughs> well it doesn't help the food they leave us at, at work here
0: yeah <laughs> and the booze <laughs> more importantly <laughs> all right uh and uh, here's one for you just to wrap up we've had a little bit of discussion we're not sure what's going to happen in arizona it sounds like the, uh, and i know they're trying to get taylor hall re but they might be moving out some other contracts uh the goaltenders the goaltending market tends to favor the teams here would you move the 14th overall pick? That's the pick the Oilers have in the first round for Darcy Kemper. Of course, uh, Arizona would have to take back a contract, maybe a guy like Jason. Uh, but would you, you know, and maybe the Oilers could get a later pick back. But would you consider doing something like that if you were uh, from an Oilers perspective?
1: Yeah, I, I would look at that for sure. But I, I can't imagine Arizona is interested in trading Darcy Kemper, even for a first-round pick. Yeah. And, well, and, and keep in mind, the cap is flat for two years, but it's going to be for five years, not two. And there are going to be a number of teams that don't get near the cap this year. So it's going to be moving money. It's easy to say, well, I could move this guy, move that guy, moving guys that make any kind of money is going to be extremely difficult.
0: Brian, as always, uh, thanks for, uh, thanks for your time. I got one final question. Who's tougher to uh, keep in line, Elliot Friedman or Kevin Biaxa?
1: Well, I wouldn't want to fight Kevin, and I'd happily fight Elliot, so I'll, I'll go with uh, Kevin.
0: <laughs> We're going to use that clip tomorrow when we have Elliot on.
1: Thanks, Brian. Take care. All right. See you, Bob. Thank you. See-
0: you bet. That's Brian Burke for Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction and service, electrical, prefabrication, and so, uh, and uh, solar. Hey, it's Truculum Thursday. Japanese Village, uh, open a survey to any one of their five Edmonton and area locations with Alberta steak and tasty seafood cooked right at your table. Reservations now available. Go online at jvemonton.ca. You can text us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors, providing winning Results for over 35 years. That's where we're going to go next. After we take a quick timeout at 123 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stauffer on Oilers Radio 6:30. One twenty-four in Edmonton. Cars cost less in Wataskwan. You know what else? There's an old saying in the car business outstanding customer service is a key to business as well. Brent Ridge Ford is a nine-time President's Diamond Award winner for customer satisfaction in Witasquin. They'll provide you with outstanding service at the time of the purchase. They'll continue that standard after the sale as well. So let Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang at Brent Ridge Ford lend a hand. You can reach them at one 477 3673 or go online at brentridge.com. Again, into our Ashley Fine floors text line uh at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. if the orders are trying to buy low they should get in on clayton keller as well uh, that's the guy that many people think arizona's looking to dump uh when you trade the 14 Seal larson and lavois for keller no chance i would do that deal no i mean seal might not get qualified but uh, no i would not do that deal for clayton keller they i i don't like keller's contract sorry don't um uh, Hey, Bob, I wonder if Tampa goes all the way this year and they win the cup and Stamkos doesn't return from injury. How would he feel about that? I mean, getting the cup in the ring and the franchise win would be great, but not really being able to be a part of it in the big games, that would kind of suck too. I hope he's back for the final stretch it's been interesting to watch like even John Cooper's deportment with all of this every step of the way uh, Greg in Red Deer has texted the show to say Bob the owners need a number one defenseman they have to stop wasting the McDavid dry uh, settle years Oliver Ekman Larson is available now uh, that the Coyotes need a rebuild trade nurse and prospects in a draft pick and make it work from Greg in Red Deer I'm, I am i got to tell you, I'm a little bit concerned about, I'd be a little concerned about the tail end of the OEL contract. Last couple of years, he hasn't been the same guy. But you know what? Maybe just, you know, the never-ending soap opera that is Arizona has gotten to him. Uh, Bob, this text comes to us from Jason uh, in Sangudo. We love his text uh, because he certainly can make me chuckle. Bob, if you did your show in Tampa Bay, you could broadcast poolside with scantily clad ladies bringing you drinks and making sure you have uh, plenty of sunscreen. But you're in your Edmonton office locked in with three cats. Just saying from Jason in Sangudo. That's right. We have three cats in the stoffer household because like most married men, my wife runs my show and I'm the first to admit to it. 780-496-0063. For the texter that wanted to trade uh, Darnell Nurse for uh, Oliver Ekman Larson, this text comes in, what an idiot, don't get rid of Darnell Nurse. There you go. No to OEL. No to OEL. That is another texter. Uh Mitch and the Greater says, Bob, with the flat cap coming uh, the next few years, are the owners going to be able to afford both Nurse and the raise that he wants and Nugent Hopkins? Thanks for Mitch and the Greater. Uh, That's for two years now. They can. I mean, if they get Nugent Hopkins in at 6.5 or 7, it's a possibility. Thank you, Kathleen. Uh, We'll take a quick time out at 128 in Edmonton. Uh, When we come back, George LaRock out of Montreal, off to a global news weather traffic update, Eileen Bell.